In West Ravain, the apothecaries call it Temple White, but the books from the Lawless Lands call it Lily. Either way, it's deadly to felids. Lou watched from the tree line as Silvio picked his way across the meadow towards one of the large, silky white flowers. Does it matter which one? he called. Nope, and it doesn't even matter which part of the plant, but I figured you'd enjoy the flowers. Now, why would you figure that? He was a skinny, sixteen-year-old foxling, wearing more coal than would have been appropriate for a sailor, and Sylvia was no sailor. He was dressed in plain rough spun today, but it looked new, an improvement on the last time she'd seen him. His ear piercings sported a collection of tiny pearls in various colors, and when he bent to examine the plant, Lou glimpsed the flash of an intricately wrought jeweled medallion on a chain around his neck. Silvio had just returned from a trip to the lawless lands, and he'd done well by the look of it. He selected a flower, broke off the long stem close to the base, and came padding back, stepping lightly around patches of wet ground. They'd both left their boots with the zebras. Silvio's paws were dark with mud, and his tail, normally as white as the lilies, was speckled black and brown. His long, silvery-white hair, braided today down his back, had several twigs in it. He should have looked bedraggled, but, in the misty meadow among the flowers, he looked more like some androgynous earth spirit out of a minstrel's ballad. The illusion broke as Silvio squelched into a deep patch of wet ground near the tree line, and Lou took a quick step back. Oslons are even more sensitive to Temple White than Grishnards. Get rid of the stamen, please. I don't want the pollen anywhere near me. Silvio stood still, examining the flower critically. He broke off the long stamen, velvet with orange pollen, and stuck it in his mouth. His pale blue eyes flicked up to Lou's green ones. He grinned around the piece of flower and suckled it suggestively. Lou burst out laughing. Now I've seen you do everything. She felt oddly touched, though. You do trust me, don't you? Silvio sucked the stamen into his mouth, chewed, and swallowed. Course I do. You said it wasn't poisonous to canids. It's not, said Lou, although I can't imagine that it tastes good. I've eaten worse. Silvio tramped the rest of the distance to where she stood under the trees. He licked pollen from his lips, then gave an exaggerated pucker. Lou ducked away, laughing. Not a chance. Not even if you didn't have deadly pollen in your mouth. We were nothing but trouble to each other that way, Sylvie. If I'm going to have some rare reaction, I'd rather have it with you than on the job, said Silvio more seriously. Good point. It's a slow poison, though. You said that's what you wanted. Yes. He has a house full of armed guards. He needs to feel fit as a grishnard on catnip until I'm long gone. Lou handed Silvio a piece of cloth soaked in water from her canteen. Silvio wrapped the flower, making sure that any pollen-stained petals were moist and unlikely to send clouds of orange dust into the air. He put the whole thing into a small, dry sack, and they started off to the forest. No trail led up to this meadow, but Lou knew the way. "'Anything else you can tell me?' she asked. "'How do you want to administer it?' "'In wine, probably,' said Silvio. "'He's very suspicious.' I don't trust myself to be able to poison only his food. I need something that we can both drink, but it'll kill him and not me. Well, this should do the trick, said Lou. Like I said, 
It's deadly to felids, but canids could make a meal of it and not get sick. He'll start to feel unwell a few days after you leave, probably vomiting. He'll urinate a lot, and then not at all. A few days later, he'll get confused and sleepy, and then he'll go to bed and never get up. Silvio nodded. Sounds about right. Lou didn't press for further details. She never wanted to know too much about how Silvio used the substances she provided him, and he didn't usually volunteer information. It's his business partner, said Silvio after a moment. Lou made no comment, but he continued. Funny thing is, my target thinks we're meeting to discuss the assassination of said partner. He doesn't know that his partner has already paid me a lot more than he's offering to make his final business deal.